so it's the voice of wisdom it's the it's the universal language and that's why you support arts and that's why you you're not playing i, I talked about the plumber first nobody donates a million dollars to a plumber but they've donated a million dollars to a museum and they don't know why and see this is our job so because i talked to a person that made a museum museum for 80 million dollars you know and i said why did you do that he couldn't tell me. He said, oh, this was such a great a period. I need to promote that period. Like very system. I mean, the couple didn't, couldn't, and couldn't know. They, they acted unconsciously, but they didn't know why they got so much money for art versus they gave money to the plumbers union. You know, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to put plumbers down, but I'm saying you, the people we do, we totally unconsciously interact with something that is so inherent in us, which is art. This is Unconditioning, Discovering the Voice Within, with Whitney and Jenkins. Hello, and welcome to the 47th episode of Unconditioning, Discovering the Voice Within, where I bring on guests and we talk about the inner authentic voice and the challenges and the rewards that come from following it. This week, I have with me Michael Magruch. Michael is an Austrian-Californian multimedia artist, an educator, author of five art-related books. He's a podcaster, coach, creative advisor, and former Newport Beach Arts Commissioner. He's fluent in German and English. He's an outside-the-box thinker, and he's discovered patterns within art that foster creative communication and identify art values outside any systems which always raise our human potential. So when I first began this podcast, I started off with people that I personally knew. And as my podcast expands and grows, I've been able to encounter people that I don't really know and be able to get to know them on the podcast. And every once in a while, though all of my guests have been really great, I find people who are extremely resonant and in alignment with my own experiences and my own interests. And I know that this is just an introduction for us to foster a relationship and a collaboration for future endeavors. And this interview with Michael is one of those examples. Michael is energetic, he's eccentric, and he's forward-thinking. And I'm so excited to share this conversation with you because I found it very thought-provoking with a lot of little nuggets of wisdom inside. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Michael McGrooch. Let's dive right in because I'm I'm the neurodiverse, I'm dyslexic and dysgraphic. So uh, I, if I prepare, I'm, I'm totally flunk. I start stuttering. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, this is going to be a really organic conversation anyway. And yeah, um, you are an artist and you also help people to find their creative voice and guide exactly. them. So yeah. In order for you to be able to help guide other people, uh, there had to be some things that you had to encounter along the way yourself in order to be able to get there. So one of the first things that I like to ask is, 
When was the first time that you realized that you had this creative voice of your own and it was specifically your own and not really influenced by anyone else, but it was your authentic voice and you could recognize mm -hmm. that? Uh, I think I recognized that when I was, you know, when I grew up, I was a sick child and then I, I couldn't handle school. So I was always forced to find my voice. I have to mm -hmm. force to find my essence because I couldn't navigate systems where you get conditioned, right? Right. Because I was sick. So I, so my brothers and sisters were healthy. So I was sick. So I always was the exception. Uh, I didn't fit in. And then in school, I was dyslexic and neurodiverse and uh, uh, dysgraphic. And I couldn't understand it. I wasn't a rebel. I wasn't a, a disruptor. I just couldn't understand it. So art for me was always the, the survival. Mm -hmm. So I started with music, you know, like we all do when we're young, uh, to feel good, to get rid of our anxiety, music, uh, you know, uh, paintings, all this stuff. Everything creative was a turn on. I was not a sports uh, lover or something because obviously I was sick and stuff. Right. So what happens was when I was 30 and we are not conscious, and this is my whole uh to look at the perspective and to become conscious. This was my whole, um, uh, what you call it, um, purpose. And, and uh, because I dyslexically uh, <laughs> wrote my name. Okay. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, and I, so about 30, I found out, you know, I looked at did my resume and I said, I'm an artist on everything. I, you know, I started with DJing. I did fashion show producer. I was advertising. I was in media. I was in uh, television. Uh, and so I said, Jesus, everything I did is so I don't need the system to tell me that I'm an artist. I am an artist. And then I found out, you know, I started painting. And what I found in painting, and this is a very good question. I couldn't find it. And actually, at that time, I had a little money. But everything I looked at was 10 grand. So everything I liked was ten thousand dollars, you know. Okay. So 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 eight ten thousand dollars was the stuff that I like. Uh, and by the way, that would be today not the case because there's so much good art out there. So you can buy for it way cheaper. But like thirty years ago, it was that. And so I found out, and my best friend Franzl in Vienna told me, and I'm actually in Vienna. I'm born in Vienna, Austria, and then I moved here when I was eighteen or okay. twenty. So what happened was he said, hey, why don't you paint something yourself? And I started because my uncle was a master uh, painter at the Academy of uh, Applied Arts in Vienna. Okay. And I started to, to paint something that I like with the colors I like, you know, uh, something very similar to this was behind me. Uh, and I didn't like it at all. My ego didn't allow me to like it. So, uh, so everybody says, just sit with it and see if you start liking it. And so after two months, my ego judgment, you know, I hung it up and my ego judgment subsided. And all of a sudden I liked it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I was introduced to my own voice because I saw before through patterns that quote-unquote system defined as art and by exposing myself I learned I discovered I unveiled 
to see my own art, my own creation, my own voice. Right. And from then on, I got crazy. I started painting. <laughs> I mean, I've an Instagram. I have about over a thousand paintings. You know. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so yeah, it sounds like you were able to appreciate your own voice. Um, yeah, and I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't before. Yeah. I, I and I think a lot of people are blind to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people, even uh, when it comes to like hearing themselves an audio playing back, yeah. they don't like their own voice. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So there's something to be said about finding a way to accept your own voice because acceptance is essential in uh, moving forward. And yeah, to find self and see that's that's why you see already what a superpower art is, because what I'm uh, coaching now people, I say, if you think you screwed up a, a, a song, a painting, anything, put it away. And then you look with fresh eyes in a month, in a week, in a year and pull it out. If you think, let's say I paint a painting and I think it's totally, I screwed it up. I did too much. You know, often you go too long and you add too much. And I was thinking, oh my God, you know? And so I say today, if that happens, put it away, do something else, and then look at it in a week, two weeks, a month, a year, mm -hmm. pull it out. And and what I found out by coaching this and having people telling me the feedback is there's two things that happen. Either you pull it out and you say, oh my God, this is not so bad. That's perfect. I, I wasn't seeing it. A perspective is everything. Perspective is everything. I didn't right. see it from that, that point, you know? Or you say, God, I know what it needs. It needs that red angle. It needs that thing. And you put it on and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. So it's it's never, oh my God, after two minutes, now that was a crappy painting. I need to discard that. I need to paint over it. Or I need to do another song. This song is shabby. Yeah. And and you have that discovery with all the people. Like they think they have a bad song and all of a sudden that song comes to the number one. Because they don't see it, you know? So in time and what patterns do, because most good songs take 20 minutes, 30 minutes to make. So when you are in flow in time space, to be open to the non-physical, to the physical, but basically what artists do is they don't have a purpose. They have started a conversation with the non-physical. And they bring that non-physical into the physical form. And actually what the art product is, that's what our art world judges, is right. that conversation. So conversation of a song, conversation of a painting, conversation of a poem, conversation of a, of a, of a, of a movie. And that's why people resonate with some songs tremendously or movies or paintings, because they feel that inclusion that art always furthers and, and and nurtures and they feel i'm part of this i have that muscle but it, they're unconscious still about their muscle but they don't know why they pay a hundred grand for a painting or a song when they i mean elton john they invite elton john or something to you know to play for them for a million dollars you know why do they do that why not you know for a million dollars they can do a great party they don't need to get elton john there but because it means so much for them, because it means that artist reflects so much of what their muscle, their own muscle. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, and that's why things like that happen, because so, it's it is really a 
uh, a mystical uh, mystical is only because we we are not uh, we haven't gotten a science around that and I, I changed it basically you know yeah yeah so creating for creation's sake rather than for the purpose of some kind of outcome or an iPhone yeah instead of an iPhone or, or yeah. a car or something yeah right right so I'm curious because you were in Vienna and now in, you're in Newport. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious as to the differences of how art is accepted in Vienna versus the United States and California and your experience there. Yeah. So, so I think it's not as cr crass anymore, the difference, because, you know, we are one world with the internet and everything. So whatever happens there happens here. What I think is they have a stronger local art. So there is, you know, there would be a Laguna Beach art, which isn't anymore, but there would be a Vienna art, you know, uh, or art or district or something. I think that's still there. But I think what happened, and I tell you a story, I had, uh, I had the, the director of the Academy of Applied Arts on at a dinner, a Sunday dinner at our house. And I was 15 years old, you know, and I was mm -hmm. young and DJing and, and, and art was the greatest thing because school was not, you know? So, um, and I loved Warhol, I loved Picasso, loud like I am. I am, that's reflecting in that thing. So, and the, the director of applied arts and my uncle, that is, that is the, um, you know, the master teacher of, um, on the Academy of uh, said both and a lot of people, you know, like doctors and whatever said, agreed with that. And I was defending Warhol and Picasso because I said, they said, okay, Warhol couldn't be an artist because you, you know, an artist doesn't make photos and paint on him. And the second was, uh, Picasso couldn't be an artist because he did th over 30, then th over 30, now over 40, 30,000 paintings. No artist can be an artist that does that many. So there is a very harsh system judgment uh, of what art is in the system, obviously. It's not for humanity and it's not what the people like. It it's just in the system of we need to protect that gra craft that you know and it is a graph basically uh, uh in all in most schools you learn how to do landscapes and portraits and and you hear history that is old even though you can type in you know you can type everything into google now and when people actually get you know and i'm working also on arts education on a new arts education so what happens today is uh when 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 actually uh, MFA or BFA, you, you come out with that degree and for whatever chance you get a gallery to like your, your stuff uh, or you get a, a company that likes your song, what happens is that, that they don't know what to do with it. So when you actually, you don't even know what an inventory list is and you don't learn that. So you learn a skill that you can't use because nobody sat there and defined art of what art is. So um, I started to define art in my last book. I saw the two things. I saw, okay, what is the art world? And I had, I had three things. What is the art world? And why are 97% of artists worldwide, not in America, worldwide on the poverty level? Why, why do they have to exist on that? 
And I found out that was because we never defined ourselves. You know, over generations, we defined it. The king ordered Mozart to play and says, you can live in my castle while you play and they feed you. And then you just play and we give you a little stipend. The same is Michelangelo with the church. So neither systems, you know, the church or politics or, or, or rich people know how to define art, nor artists. So, so it's not the fault of the Duke or whatever. It's the, it's, we just did never define it. We never came in that position. Uh, you know, cave paintings were made by that person that could actually draw, you know, that's, it wasn't, it was there wasn't a money issue. So the, the person that could draw and had fun with it just did the cave painting. So that was one thing. And then how we look at art was all system defined, meaning the history, the people that wrote the history. And that's why you don't have abstract art before Van Gogh or something, you know, like after Van Gogh, a little bit of abstract art came because I think they burned the art and the, and the artists because they thought the person were, were possessed by the devil. And that's why there is no abstract art from early, you know? So, so um, we have no definition other than the product and whatever one is, is, is willing to pay for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the big downfall. We need to say, when you go to a plumber, I say always that example because it's so easy to understand. He says, what am I getting for $5,000? And he says, I'm getting you a new bathtub. I get you a newer shower. That's my labor and that's my material. When you go to an artist, what does he say? Oh, I got a price in the museum. I was hanging in this and my last painting was this. Nobody cares. It ha you cannot define it. But when you define it and says, oh, and educate people, and I talk to other artists today, and, and they said all the same things. Art has to open up, uh, revamp, and we have to start defining what we do. Yes. So we can uh, actually, so, so it's not about, oh, I use that material. That's secondary. We need to say what I what I say, like, like like things like that. It's like a conversation. You're buying with art, you're buying a conversation with the unconscious. You're right. buying the artist mm -hmm. and how he brings that unconscious into the conscious. Mm -hmm. And 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 then just contemplate on that. You know, if yeah. you are drawn to a painting, uh, even if it's a sunflower, there is a communication on see if you see that that communication of the and what did you think by putting it in this color? What mm -hmm. did you think? I mean, look at plein air. Plein air is a perfect example. Plein air is all plein air. It's all nature, copy of nature. But why do, when you off the colors in plein air, why are they selling higher? Mm -hmm. Because it's 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 a fresh look at plein air. You know, if I do a, a forest in purple and pink and and in this, then, then I I get freshness. That is my conversation is included. It's not a copy. It's my conversation. If I, you know, like um, Van Gogh, his way, you know, people were outraged by his paintings uh, mm -hmm. because they were like modernists. They were outraged by something not being a photo, like a photo. Mm -hmm. And they said, that's not art. Art is when you have super skills and you can copy uh copy exactly what you can do yeah and and that's why i think voices I'm, I'm i'm thankful that you work on that thing and i work too and that 
The voice yeah. is so important because you are one of one. Nobody has your DNA. Absolutely. And, yeah. And this is the same thing. Why not everybody falls in love with you? You know, that, that would be sad if everybody falls in love with you. Everybody finds their partner. Mm-hmm. And every so so you you gotta express your uniqueness. Yeah, and also it sounds like we also as artists need to find a way to interweave the value of an artist into the systems and society. Exactly. Um, so that we can uh, creatively change the way that the world works. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and so. I'm curious um, if you have any ideas of how to do that. Uh, I need, it's a conscious, it's not a step. It's not efforting. It's not work. It's a conscious making conscious. If you think, first of all, define art, define art, art versus creativity, creativity you use to create an iPhone, a shoe, uh, whatever, a, a car. We talked about this. Art is for art's sake, which means art is a valuable because they conjure, they have an interaction with the non-physical. So it's saying the same thing like in nature. It's the same thing with nature. Nature has no waste. It is totally sustainable, self-sustainable. It doesn't need anything. And still, we think we know it better than nature. And art is the same thing in the creation. It has so much power. The deeper I dive into art, the more I understand life and, and humanity, mm-hmm. how humanity is supposed to be inclusive. And that's why I felt always, you know, I said, how can we not, how can artists not make money when they basically live a humane, they're the stewards of humanity. Art is the, you know, the, the, how biggest, because in art, it's like, yeah, you have a lead, but the lead is not above that the theater piece, the music piece still has to work. It cannot be, oh, there's Elon Musk, and then long nothing, and then there is the, his company. That's yeah. in art, never, that will never, it doesn't matter if you have Luigi Pavarotti in singing, it still has to be that opera, that piece has to work as a whole. Mm-hmm. And there's all races, all genders, everything, all sexualities included in that, because it's about the product, it's not about the single people. Yep. <laughs> so... Yeah, and, and when you have artists who are trying to survive and then are creating based on corporations or people exactly. who pay, pay them, then that also yeah. like skews their own voices, right? And takes absolute, away absolute. Wonderful. From, their, yeah. from their own creation time. So yeah, I, I think about this often um, and how I can contribute into changing this narrative as well. Yeah, you're not the, don't go in narrative. Narrative is the <laughs> story. Stay, stay human. Human yeah. story. Not narrative right. is story for 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 systems to manipulate, and therefore narratives are never correct. Right. They're always for manipulation. More money, you know. I tell that narrative, then I get that money. That's right. mm-hmm. just tell your story, like I do and you do. I mean, just let's tell our stories because that's the power. That is the power. It's like art. It's like nature. It's a humane tool is storytelling. That's why the dialogue is the second superpower. Art creativity one. Second is uh, storytelling and uh, dialogue. And the third is adaptability. Because without our adaptability, systems never could work. Never. Right. Yeah. And, and as a humanity, we consume 
art as a way of understanding the world through storytelling. Yes, yes. And it's not appreciated. And that's how we learn. But it's not knowing. It's yeah. uncon people are unconscious yeah. about that. And and yeah. we and it's our and artists always say, no, no, you know, I, I have an untitled. I'm so against untitled because it's like help the person understand that's your education. You if by you giving it a name, you know, you you help them understand what you're expressing. I mean, and language art is the, the universal language anyway, you know, and everybody forgets that very right. conveniently too. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you do a little uh, drawing, everybody on this planet understands that drawing, Absolutely. you know, unless yeah. it is, mm -hmm. you know, especially. So, yeah. so, so it's the voice of wisdom. It's the, it's the universal language. And that's why you support arts. And that's why you, you're not playing. I, I talked about the plumber first. Nobody donates a million dollars to a plumber, Sionin, but they've donated a million dollars to a museum and they don't know why. And see, this is our job. So, because I talked to a person that spent 18, that made a museum, museum for $80 million, you know? And I said, why did you do that? He couldn't tell me. He said, oh, this was such a great period. I need to promote that period. Like very system. I mean, the couple didn't, couldn't and couldn't know they, they acted unconsciously, but they didn't know why they got so much money for art versus they gave money to the plumbers union. You know, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to put plumbers down, but I'm saying you, the people we do, we totally unconsciously interact with something that is so inherent in us, which is art. It's the most objective uh, storyteller ever. That's not written by the victor. So if you want to know a, a time of, of in Romans or whatever, just look at the artwork. It it reveals so much. Yeah. And I didn't invent anything of what what you know. I've I've now I think mm -hmm. I, on my podcast I've you know my podcast is one se second is thirty seconds twenty seconds. It's just a quote and a question. So to to pivot the consciousness to see hey look. There's something, art creation is so much more valuable in art than just the product. The product is, is, the, is the symptom. Mm -hmm. It's the icing on the cake. But look at what value, tremendous value for humanity, for our future generations, yeah. for our past generations. I mean, what holds humanity, the fabric of humanity together? Yeah. Not our systems, because systems change all the time. Not our knowledge. That changes all of them. Yeah. It's, it's art and creativity. I, I agree with you so much. And I think in this country specifically, art is often equated or the value of it with celebrity and fame. Everything is. I mean, everything. Yeah. If, if I'm a race car driver, it's, it's mm -hmm. about, whatever I do, if I get to be celebrity, but that's the market, that's the, the system. Mm -hmm. Again, that's why my new right. book that I'm writing is how to use your creativity to get systems better or to get to get human potential better because right. it's all about human potential the system should actually make us safe and support us in finding the human potential you know see, find that we help and, and art helps you tremendously look i have no education <laughs> and yeah, i can talk yeah. about all that stuff you know yeah uh, the process is so transformational to its in itself as an absolutely. artist absolutely absolutely creative yeah. like I, i've experienced that myself as an actor um and and a musician so yeah. like 
just to like experience the process of it and not worry so much about, about the, the, system, the end the results product. Yeah. the end result of it um, is really kind of like an otherworldly spectacular kind of like feeling right yeah and nobody can take that you know people say hey you're not a doctor you're not a system navigator you're not a thing. how can you be so self-confident art like you too right it's like it's we, we don't have it from the systems right you know? and the funny thing is when you get an accolade like an oscar or a grammy that's not it either you know that's right. a system <laughs> accolade you yep. think oh i'm justifying that's why i say this is a very important point i said if you can look and milk your creation process you will not feel like a starving artist if you make everything dependent on your Oscar, on your, what, what it's going to get you, you will never be satisfied. And so many people I know that have Oscars, that have Grammys, they said it has no value. It, it come, it, it's nice to have that accolade, but it's actually uh, yeah. only here that you to confirm that you connect with the audience, basically. It's, yeah, it's, and, and the system. And the system, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it comes to the uh, point of intentionality and inspiration mm -hmm. of of your creation what does creativity mean to you specifically it is a purpose it's a difference between you know art for art's sakes it's just mm -hmm. creating it's just starting a conversation with your you know whatever comes if you inspire me if a color inspires me if a sound this guy a rhythm a rhythm inspires me then I build on that. That's art. Creativity is okay. Now it's possibility. Number one, it's it's a tremendous possibility in a context. Meaning, create a create an, uh, competition to iPhone. Create a new sneaker that's not Nike. Uh, be creative. Uh, do something in a context. Okay, uh, so you're saying that um, inspiration. Do a design. You know, a graphic design. Yeah. So inspiration is connected to art, is what you were saying. Yeah. And, but and you creation. can be inspired also by other patterning in creativity. So if I right. create a new logo for you, I'm looking at your old logo and I look at, at you and we talk and get the voice and whatever. And uh, and then I, I get inspired and I try to feel, sense your voice. Yeah, but you're physical already. So I have to I have to look at all your patterns and sense your voice and then say, okay, this for you, I have this in mind. And then you say yes, no, and you guide me also in a different direction. Yeah. So I can say I created this sneaker, mm -hmm. and you say, No, no, I would like this, have this, this. And I was thinking instead of laces, we do something else and we use another color pattern or whatever. So we hone it together, right. uh, and that's creativity. Uh, you know, uh, and that's good. That's a tool. That's that's why we have that. And it's the same in a business. If you say, let's create a new business, you dive into that through that creative muscle that you inherently have in you. So every time I get really angry when uh, business people say, I'm not an artist. Can you explain that to me? I, I, I'm a businessman. No, you're not. You wouldn't even call yourself a businessman if you weren't creative. You know, you couldn't even conjure that word businessman out or whatever uh if you weren't creative you know mm -hmm. so and by the way i wanted to say that we can add to this episode i have a document 
for how to get like 60 questions, how to find your creative voice. Okay. So, so, so we can add that to our episode so that people can, yeah, uh, can wake up. We want to wake up. <laughs> it's yeah. a consciousness thing, you know? Right. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I think that's the only thing uh, with the end that the only thing that I, creativity is to use a skill to use that creative, creative muscle that you have. Like a marathon runner, I cannot run a marathon tomorrow, but I can try to get there. And the more I'm using that muscle, the sooner I can run a marathon. You know, I, I need to, it's a skill. It's more a skill set uh, and experience wisdom too, because I, I explained it to you that I have to hone it. I have to right. hone. Right. So, so we're talking now almost about flow and the flow state of, of having a skill so ingrained in yeah. you that you don't have to think about it. And then that creative voice can authentically yeah. flow through you without. Flow is always being in time and space and time because there yeah. was no flow before the seventies. You know that, right? Nobody talked good. They didn't talk about flow or, or any, any of the thing. Uh, uh, Edgar Allan Poe didn't talk about flow. Nobody talked about flow. They started in the seventies to talk about flow, which is basically getting you out of time and space. The systems are so disturbing humans. Mm -hmm. See art brings you, you cannot be creative nor do art. If you think, I have to pay those bills. I have to think about this person. I have to call this person. If you're in the process of creating, doesn't matter if you design a shoe or, or create a piece of art. It forces you to be in the moment because yeah. you cannot get anything fresh or new if you're not in the moment. The moment gives you access to everything. Uh, and you need to get in that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and creativity, it seems, has kind of like become a trendy word in the business world of everyone's yeah. trying to add creativity in the workplace um, yeah. and uh, get to the top of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> creator, creator. Um, so there's even are you like a creator? Are you a creator? Are you a creator? <laughs> are you a creator? Everybody's a creator. This is nothing special, you know? Are you an influencer? Everybody's an influencer. There's no such thing. It's just systems take these words to make it chic, you know? And then you're just, a, and the system navigators are all like all the betas are taking these words and, and, and spoo it all day, all day long. But it's like, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's like stay on the human story, not narrative, you know, be a, uh, it's like, like in the system you do a narrative, but it's about hum humanity. Ultimately, system is always secondary because, because humans are so unique uh, and limitless. We recognize bullshit. Right. And, and marketing is basically system, all system copy. It's a copy. It's never fresh. Mm -hmm. And it's just in with the eye. That it's just, it's just a copy. By the way, AI, I did a, one of those pictures you know, that made you pictures, those engines. Uh -huh. And I put the name Hello in it. And you know what I got after 10 minutes? I got after 10 minutes, uh, nine pictures, two were cats and human mixed. And the other one were just cats. I said, what the hell is that? <laughs> because of Hello Kitty. Uh -huh. Hello Kitty has the algorithm, sees Hello as a part of Hello Kitty. And then logic, you know, linear, very linear, puts together, okay, Hello, it can't be Hello to you. Amy is a very human, hello is a very human 
um, communication. Yeah. And it took that, it forced that into system talk. And that's, you know, that, that shows you how limited AI is. It, 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 there's so much between wow. you and me, between what you and I talk, there's so much uh, information flow. There's no computer big enough for that information flow. There's no AI and it will never be. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's something to be said about the energetic exchange uh, between oh, yeah. people when they're they're talking. That that seems to, like, not incorporate. Yeah, that's why you have four four percent on text and thirty six in person, and probably twenty between you and me. But there's so many other things that you can't measure. So I think it's more than 20 between you and me or 36. They say 36% communication you have uh, when you're person to person. But I think it's more, but they haven't, they have not created the measuring devices. It's like, you know, you see infrared light and stuff and there's people that see auras and whatever. We are just limitless humans. You, you, it's just whenever the system changes, humans expand, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So how, how have you in all of the years that you've been in the art scene, how have you seen the systems change over the years and how have they changed? I've seen the system change in, they want to do systems, copy humans. They copy functions that humans do, you know, like a farmer does by hand plows a field. We create a machine that the farmer doesn't have to do this by the thing. Uh, now we use AI for years now for to art and MIT has that for I think the last five, six years has invites all the critics and the critics actually vote for AI because the patterning that AI chooses is not only Picasso, mm -hmm. AI, you know, when you run a, a, a painting through, when you give a direction to a computer, it will pull all the famous paintings, the patterning, he will see pattern between uh, Warhol and Van Gogh and Picasso. And he will see, this is the most famous. And it's just on a very linear logical thing. And we recognize, we are not conscious. That's why I'm saying we are not conscious. Mm -hmm. We recognize those patterns that what we call quote unquote art, what the system calls. Right. And obviously the, the critics are system people because nobody would listen to a critic if they're not system people. So the system people look at that and they say, I as a human judge this as better than, you know, I didn't know. They, they blindly get these new paintings or, you know, a one not famous painting of Picasso and then an AI. Yeah. And they choose AI all the time because it has more patterning. It's very logical. For humans, it's this very logic to decide for that. It's a reason why that's, you know, but you're not buying for the masses. It's an expression of your essence. Voice is, you know, voice with a capital V is your expression of your essence. And everybody has a different essence. It's not an amalgamation of a mixture of, of, uh, of what people like. That's, you know, the one thing is, what people like is pleasure. It's selling them junk food. And the other one is authentic soul, deep, uh, rich 
you know, uh, it's like a wine, you know, it's, it's like a, a, a good wine. It's just, wow. You know, it's just, yeah. you smell the earth, you smell mm -hmm. all that stuff. It just opens the world. So recognizing all of these things. Yeah. And that um, the majority of humanity is looking at things through a filter that they've been trained exactly. to know is good or not awesome. as far as art consumption. Yeah. How? Every consumption, woman, man, <laughs> how, what with sexuality, everything is yes. defined. And yes. in gender, that we divided genders yes. into genders is the system because the system couldn't handle woman and man together. It couldn't ha handle humanity. Then we're, oh my God, now we have races. Let's, and now they do it with sexuality. And that's where they fail because in sexuality, that you see the fluidity of us. Right, we are right. not just male, human sexuality. Mm -hmm. We are not female. It's not that easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so focusing on art specifically, though. Yeah. Um, because I, it all is intertwined because art is a reflection of humanity. Of everything. And yeah. Vice versa. Right. Yeah. So, um, how can we shift this filter to become more conscious so that people are more aware of what they're consuming? I'm trying to get all the artists to understand. And one of the artists, I mean, I did uh, 75 podcasts uh, in the last five months all over the world. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to uh, get the artists first conscious and see them. So then hopefully they go and see my podcast or, or what I write, my quotes. They don't need to read the books because I know, yeah. you, know you know, and and if they're in my book is three is three dollars on Kindle and you can have it read, read to you. And no, no artists are the most neurodiverse people, so they can just listen to it if they want. But what I'm doing is, it's 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 getting artists need to know it first because it's our survival, you know, mm -hmm. our survival. So we need to know it and be aware of it because everything I tell you, you feel anyway. I've right. never gotten pushback. That's not true. Ah, you know, <laughs> because I'm looking at it from a humane level mm -hmm. and not from I know better. I have I haven't found anything. My thing, my talent, my ability is to unveil what's already here and give you a different perspective. And that's what my yeah, power yeah, is. Totally that's my one of my voices, you know. Mm -hmm. So when I have the artists, then they can talk and then there will be a recognition of that value because we see now yeah. we can't replace the human for mm -hmm. certain things you know we can tasks we can plow the fields whatever but we cannot replace uh the human you know we we, we can't right. and what are we going to do my question is also this and i'm posing that out, out there what are we good doing if ai and everything all our technology which is great uh does all our physical uh, skills, our repetitive skills. What is humanity doing then? How do we increase our human potential? And to have this conversation, I think we need to talk about art and creativity because we could do your area, my area. Uh, we say, how can we have a better experience? Yeah. And mostly better experiences are art related because what is heaven on earth? A, a wonderful song. Nothing is getting you heaven on earth, like a, a song, a painting, a, a play where you say, oh, my God, I was in a completely other world. Right. Yeah. And then I can choose, you know, then I will choose the right way, what I want to go anyway. And I think art is the future tool, the tool to be in a humane 
futures for our kids, for our ancestors, for everything. Yeah, it seems like as AI grows, it could be an anchor to keep us within our humanity. It is an anchor right now. What do you yeah. think? What do you think that we are like this, or that we are not totally already robots? And I always say, we don't need to be afraid of robots. We need to be, because of our third superpower adaptability, we need to be careful that we don't turn into robots by just being adapt, system adapt so much. And this is my new book to make systems human adapt. And we can use the, our creativity to make systems human adapt because why are we creating a tribe? Why are we creating a family to be safe and secure? And now systems have pivoted and make us more anxious, more anxiety, more ADHD, more dyslexia, more all this stuff. Yeah. So art is a superpower. It is a when you look at art and study art like I do, like I look at it, your world is going to change in front of your eyes and you don't even know it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. I, I'm really oh, it's so exciting. Why do you think I'm so excited? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's super exciting, you know? But you have to just look right. And, and <laughs> systems say you got to look at this way, you know, you got to copy got to copy other people's opinions no you don't <laughs> and all that i say is just look at it and have your own opinion about art because i know that you define you're gonna find more stuff on how how just how you followed up with questions that you find other angles to look at the the creative voice and you we and that's the human potential and this is a, a perfect example how we we uh, expand our human potential versus make our system survive because that's life for it wasted versus human potential is uh, life for, uh, force invested in our potential for future yeah. generation mm -hmm. um do you feel that the systems want us to not uh have that potential rise up very careful about systems because it's on the other side of the system that sits humans. Basically what we're doing and not conscious about is right. the, the, the mother that has two kids. And I always say Iris, the best uh, example, the taxes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, so there's a mother that has to feed three kids that is divorced. There's a guy that has no money and does the, so he uses his creative muscle to create for the new politics, for the new person that got voted in and creates a tax system for them as a new way of collecting taxes. What does the other system do? It finds new ways of navigating around those taxes. Yeah. So basically both waste their life force yeah. to create it and to, and to you know, navigate it. Mm -hmm. We do that in law, we do that in a lot of things. Common sense doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And, and what we have to do is making conscious that systems are not the bad people, bad things. We're just using it as a dusty uh, mirror that people can hide behind them, as well as using them, like in the war of Ukraine and, and Russia, using it to, to uh, manipulate human beings and kill 80,000 uh, uh, human souls for a system that humans created. Yeah. I mean... Without, without humans, there wouldn't be Russia and Ukraine, but Russia and Ukraine killing 80,000 soldiers in five months because of the system. 
Right. And so because somebody hides or two people hide behind the system to manipulate other things. It's it's a it's a great so what this is is a double-sided gray double-sided mirror mm -hmm. uh that we a false mirror, you know, a false mirror like in you're going into a, a, a carnival, right? It just gives you a false representation of what it is. And it and these people that that use system or hide behind systems are disturbed humans. Yeah. That, that, so so it's not and and we project and say oh that horrible tax system or the horrible government or a horrible thing. It's 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 we need to be conscious. This is human against human, and we have extinguished right. ourselves. I think six or seven times already mm -hmm. in yeah. various cultures, and and mm -hmm. and that's why we can't do this anymore. Okay, we need to so, be conscious. So. Are you saying to find the compassion behind the systems and the humanity within the system? Understand? No, no, you don't. Look, you don't need to be compassionate. Just know it. It's a fact that behind systems are humans, you know, and, and they're creative, and they're as creative as you, and they're limitless. So, I'm slapping you in the face, and you do kick me in the knee. Then I pull your hair, and you say, "I'm gonna throw this at you." And it's going to go on till we're dead. Right. So why? And, and it's just through, through systems. And there's a wonderful video on, 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 on Instagram where two dogs through a glass door, they almost eat, eat each other up. I mean, you think if they get together, they got, it's going to be, they open the glass door and they, and like nothing happened. And that's how I see it's the best metaphor that I ever saw for systems. It's through systems. I'm right. I'm Republican. You are Democrat. Oh, screw you. You know, it's the, and then and then when you come to the person, it's a different story. See, through system, it's easy fighting. Through system, yeah. it's easy to say kill that guy. Mm -hmm. Through system, it's it's very. So that's why I think we need to be aware, right. and why we even created a tribe. We created a tribe that you don't have to feed that kid all day, 24 hours. We create a, a tribe that your grandmother or an elder could take care of your kid for a second so you can go in the woods and pluck berries or play with your friends or something. To give us safety and security, that's why we created systems. And 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 Ooh, art reflects yeah. that in the, uh, art reflects that in a microcosm. The, 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 yeah. the, the art community, we have one language, right? We have, mm -hmm. I mean, look at what we already have. We don't have to reinvent the meal. We just take art as a as a as a sample, a microcosm of the world. Yeah. And and to kind of go a little like deeper. Go deep. Go deep. Um, as an artist, in my it opinion. Does. Yeah. In order to be able to access your creative, authentic voice with its fullest potential, you must feel safe. No kidding. Yeah. And it pushes you to create, I mean, what life, what, what systems didn't tell us, they said, you know, I think I said it before, I said, uh, sun, it, life should be sunny. If it's not sunny every day, you, we sell you a pill, we sell you a face job, we sell you a Ferrari, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you buy all those and you're not happy, what does the system say then? There must be inherently something wrong with you. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the maximum of shame. Yeah. And this is where the distortion happens because you think the self-shame that you put on the top of that shame on that, you know, because you're 
DNA may, uh, on the DNA side, you are driven to be a herd animal, right? That, so it's not your choice. You are driven to be a herd animal. And then the herd says, there is inherently something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. you it's self-destruction. I had so much, I mean, that was one of my, and the other side of shame is self-acceptance, right? So that was a master thing on me, the shame, the shame that I had to overcome and to, to force me out. And I wish, and, and living, being living is challenging. Yeah. And nobody tells you that either. Mm -hmm. It is, as a living being, you are challenged all the time. You don't have to sacrifice yourself. You don't have to uh, uh, submit yourself, but you will be challenged. If you're rich or if you're poor, think about back in your life. When you ever have not been challenged? Since your baby, you have been challenged. And that's a part of life. Yeah. But, but art can make that challenge you know, I'd rather have a challenge, a creative challenge, than have a, a survival challenge. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah. And then you add in um, the mental health of artists. Oh, absolutely. The mental health mm -hmm. comes 90%, more than 90% from systems. Yeah. The, the and, mental and, and, yeah, and trying to fit into the fit system. In. And the yeah. shame that, that yeah. if you have a deficiency like me, what I, you think I chose to have dyslexia? I think I chose to be sick when on the and do you think I shouldn't exist? I have nothing to offer. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying is according to system, I have nothing to offer. I wasn't system appliable. I wasn't system navigator. Why should I exist? And yeah. that shame you have to you have to release. And but then you get this, you get this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm a happy camper. I have no money, but I have a ha have, I'm a happy <laughs> camper. I'm very happy. And a lot of rich people and wealthy people or successful people have never don't have that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The system also uh, has presented this narrative. And I think there's a, a romanticism to it a little bit, too, of the starving artist. Yeah, we make it. No, it's our creativity that made it. Our creativity said, OK, if I can join it. I, I'm going to be infamous. You know, if I can't be famous, I'm infamous. And that's what it is. I think it is an adaptation. The shame is so deep and the, the valuelessness because you feel the genius that what happened, you feel the magic in creation, right? Yeah. And then this, and the hurt says, screw you. You are not an artist. Your creation isn't worth anything. They When you say, oh, how much do you want for this painting? 50 bucks. What about it? I give you 20? Every artist tells me that they go already so low because they need to survive. And that's shame. That is system shame. That is so that's meaning, you know, the guy that does a repetitive mm -hmm. ask makes that much in a supermarket. But you you uh, uh, hassle me down to, to give me almost nothing. Mm -hmm. You have no appreciation. And that's by not understanding what art is. Yeah. Because when I talk to somebody about art, there is no discussion about price. It's actually art shouldn't cost anything. It should be an honoring. Mm -hmm. if, 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 if you like the painting behind me, you, know, you honor me by whatever it is. And I accept that because I'm, you know, if, because I know you understand what it is. It shouldn't be because it's priceless. Right. It's really price. It's this just this simple painting is an interaction and came out of an interaction with the non-physical. Yeah, I, I toned the, the, the colors and the, the shapes, everything. So till it resonated. 
till it resonates. So yep. there's work behind it. It doesn't matter how simple it is. And especially when minimal art is also revealing the interaction between space, right? Negative space and yeah. and the and the image. It actually is a high, high minimal art is a very high form of art because it reveals how important space is, how important the interplay is, how important the, the balance is. It reveals a completely different level of art than a copy that you then in your mind melt with the real landscape, with the real, mm -hmm. you know. So it, it shows you the function of space and uh, of space and uh, and time and 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 the image and how important that that balance is and to achieve a balance. See, nobody explains minimal art like that. Nobody. I've never heard anybody. But I dove in. Yeah. I mean, and 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 I and I wrote all this stuff in my book. You know. Oh. Yeah. Well. I look for the smart of art. That's why it's called the smart of art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have a nonprofit, uh, I believe, also. No, I I, I, I got grants for okay. creating an alternative for art education, but I don't have it. I don't have a nonprofit. Uh, I I ask oh, okay. people if they like what I do to support it, but uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a give an honoring, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, it's an honoring uh, system. The nonprofit is another system. Why do I need yeah. to create another system? And by <laughs> the way, it's so sad that artists that that grants and money is primarily go. It, this is what changed also about uh, grants. In the old days, you could get a grant as an artist. Now you can't. You have to have your own nonprofit, and other nonprofits give your nonprofit money. It's almost no artist gets supported, you know. And if you're if you're very good with the nonprofit, they might select you. But uh, but I know in Laguna Beach, the money, the fund that comes in, is giving funds out to artist nonprofits, to art non as a, to cultural nonprofits. It doesn't get to the single, yeah. as opposed to the individual. Yeah. Yes, because the individual is the is the is the essence of 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 the creation. Yeah, and the key to any kind of transformation. Exactly. The ripple yeah. effect, yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I uh, real, but they have tax advantages and, and there's advantages for the system versus, see, if the system doesn't get advantages, the, the artists would still be, be supported, but they're not. Because mm -hmm. it's not an, they have more advantage if they give it to a cultural nonprofit than to an artist. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll just have to learn to work the system, I guess. No, we have to change system to be human adaptive. <laughs> for artists adaptive and not uh, humans being uh, system adaptive. Because what should I do? I'm dyslexic. I don't. I can't even read the stuff. I don't even understand an agreement change. Yeah. yeah. So what, what? What? I can sign everything, but I don't understand it. And I tell everybody that lets me sign this the fine print. I said, you know that I have no clue what this says. You know. Mm -hmm. And most people that are not neurodiverse have the same problem. It's so it's I'm I'm just an extreme, you know. Yeah. And this is manipulation. This is manipulation. System manipulation where another guy smart ass 
on the other side of system thinks, okay, I make the fine print so small, I give the, I make the words so complicated that nobody understands it. So people would just accept it. So what yeah. are we doing? Why are we wasting all that energy? <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, but that's why I'm telling because we need to wake up. <laughs> I'm not so, saying be revolution because revolution is the same thing. You, yeah. if you revolute against systems, you're doing the same thing that systems do. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be an inner, consciousness, an yeah. inner work, individual change. Um, yeah, if, yeah, the, and uh, I guess the only thing we can do is to bring awareness to it as we're doing now. Which is the greatest thing, because if I say to you, I have a million dollars for you, you have to make a choice. You have to, I make you aware there's a million dollars for you with Dan. Here you have a million dollars. You can say, I don't want it. You can do whatever you do, but, but because you're conscious that this is a possibility, you have to act. Yeah. And, and that's why the conscious, being conscious is such a superpower too. Mm -hmm. And systematic that consciousness is knowledge so when you know that a market is behaving like this or that you can do something now that nobody knows and that's why they say knowledge is uh, is is power it's not power it's only power in the system because you're manipulating what you know and nobody else knows so it's it's basically cheating it's cheating humanity I agree. I love you. With the end, I love you. I love how you're taking this all in. I like it. <laughs> you're you're not saying anything I don't agree with. So I'm I'm yeah. trying to to find an angle. <laughs> find an angle. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually getting my master's in psychology, focusing specifically on creativity, and studying so uh, artists um in particular uh because i feel like there's a great need for it so oh my god look at what what it offers yeah just take so, my book for three but get it it's three bucks on kittle and have it read to you it, your lights go on all over mm -hmm. yeah. and about the idiocy that's happening see yeah. the idiocy that's like for example that system the nonprofits, for example they require things and they don't tell you a creative guideline so for example this is it's just one system system say okay we want to do a new uh redecorate this 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 thing whatever that that thing is or we want to put a statue there and there's no requirements and what happens is there's so many artists they make models they do all this energy in it and then the jury says oh it's not what we think you were too lazy to define what you want right well, you were too lazy and you just made a made, made a a uh, a big announcement. We are gonna have give you fifty thousand to make that sculpture, and all the artists. Okay, they're hungry. They want to express themselves. They make models, and then the jury of people that are not even artists decides. You know, that's not what we wanted. We want it different. I said, then you need to learn to express what you want. Yeah, Do you want I that human? <laughs> I mean, that's like saying uh, on the beach. Uh, 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 I want. Uh, you know, I want animals. You can't compete with 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 dolphins and stuff in nature. When you, I can look down in the, on the beach and see sea animals and whatever. Why would I need an artist copy that? That's never that's that's never the works. That is a complete waste of energy. Yeah, there should be an abstract painting or some a, a condition where you say this is a human expression, mm -hmm. not not just a, a a copy of of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just associated the word nonprofit 
also along with the connection of the artists there too. Um, yeah. So you're also like taking the connotation of that word nonprofit yeah. and associating yeah. it with artists, which is not valuing them in any way. Absolutely. You're such a genius. That is a genius uh, observation. Oh, yeah. Thank you. No, it is. <laughs> you, 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 you're a gem. Uh, and you will do really good. You will do really well. I think we, you're in, baby. You are in. Oh, when yeah. you now you get your degree, <laughs> you know, you are in. Yeah. We can pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to continue our conversation. Absolutely. This, Absolutely. And that's yeah. why I find that so good with, uh, with the podcast because you meet all these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have anything else that you would like to discuss or mention about what you do or a message you would like to send the world before we wrap up? I think, I think um, what comes is value. Mm -hmm. I think because artists have such a heart with value. And I just learned because of the new car, you know, the new car things that electric car and the government wants to support it. The my the cash that is available on a yearly basis you know people make it's only two percent of americans make more than three hundred thousand including all the millionaires you're here and only two percent make more than three hundred thousand i know it's a lot for an artist three hundred thousand but three hundred thousand is only two percent of all the things so meaning there's no cash when you pay me ten dollars right four people make money on that you pay me with a credit card, the sliding thing, everybody makes money on that. It's so exhausted. Four, uh, eight people own 40% of this planet. 50% of the workforce in the world may have to live with $5.50 a day. And you need to put that in. in the, and, and so all of a sudden, the 97% of artists, at least they do what they want to do, yeah. doesn't look that bad. And I think we need to find a humane uh, ethic, change the money system that is a static system with, and use all our creativity to make that human adaptive mm -hmm. because yeah. the money is a static system and yeah. art and humans are organic. We need to sleep. We are not 24 seven. We need to sleep. We have uh, seasons, we have periods, we have different things, biorhythms, and we have good harvest system, bad harvests. And we and, and 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 the static thing of it more needs to be more and better and greater. We have to rethink, yeah. recreate of how we value human uh, life force. Yeah. How we value our life force in what we contributing to the human fabric. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, no, that yeah. that is a major, major, major uh, uh, point, and yeah. that's actually why we talked, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, not to mention the probably so many people who've given up on their art to take a job that they hate, exactly. so that they can really survive, right? Yeah. So we're missing out on the creativity of so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we, we we say oh the system creativity is more important than your own voice your voice is worth nothing right make it make it look like a Tesla make it look like this make it you know copy copy because well, <laughs> yeah however yeah with the invention of social media yeah and everyone 
having their own channel, everyone appears to have their own voice or appears to think that they're able to have their own voice within these They think, uh, but that's a system, system. thing too. Be, be mindful, yeah. be it's system, be mindful is a system, meditate is a system, uh, be unique, you is a system, and then you were copying all these patterns to be uniquely you and which actually defeats the thing of being uniquely you. You know, being how can I be uniquely me? I'm gonna put on green glow clothes and and and, and purple hat or, or glasses that I see from somebody else, which defeats totally what is the reflection of your mm -hmm. essence. And this is the document we include in this episode that people can can really get a how you transform your essence into some physical expression. Okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I ask one last question usually to wrap up yeah. and that is, we're going to bring marketing into this for a second because you have okay. a message and it's important. If your inner authentic creative voice had a billboard, what mm -hmm. would it say to the world? I love this. It's a great question. Limitless, uh, one word, one word, or, or three words, or two words? I mean, oh, or, whatever you can imagine okay. on a billboard. <laughs> Limitless human power. Okay, that works. If that works, yeah, it works yeah. for me. Yeah, so if people would like to find you on the interwebs in that system. In that uh, system, <laughs> michaelm.com, michael with two L's, michaelm.com, and then you you can call me, talk to me, Contribute to me, see my music, uh, paintings, everything, all my socials. Okay. And if you're interested in that, I would highly recommend every creative just get the free podcast and just look. It takes you an hour to go or 100, uh, uh, 100 quotes, but they're deep. They're deep, these quotes. But you will get a sense how valuable a creation is. And you will know all these things because there's a resonance in you. Like, like in you, it, it, you will know these things, but nobody has given them words. Yeah. And I've given them words. They're not like, I don't use uh, a thing from somebody else, you know? Uh, okay. All my, my stuff is original me. Excellent. I'm going to add all of that into the show notes so it's awesome. able to be clicked on very easily. Yeah. Thank you so much for this conversation I had. And Thank you. Yeah, a surprisingly great time. <laughs> yeah, and Whitney Ann, uh, thank you for the canvas you gave me, the blank canvas, so I could paint a little. Yeah, yeah. It takes always two. Space is yeah. the more. Space is more valuable than than what you create on it. Uh -huh. if, oh, without yeah. space, you can't create. Yep, that's so true. Awesome, huh? Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you're listening and you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and rating this podcast as it really helps get this podcast out to other people who might be interested in hearing it but don't know about it yet. And also, if you'd like to contact me or reach me, you can reach me at unconditioningpodcast at gmail.com or unconditioningpodcast on Instagram. Thank you so much. And until next time... Stay tuned in to you.